delegate to the outer fort ditch was hand in glove with men who led lives stranger than anything Harun al-Rashid dreamed of and he lived in a life wild as that of the Arabian Nights but missionaries and secretaries of charitable societies could not see the beauty of it his nickname through the wards was little friend of all the world and very often being lithe and inconspicuous he executed commissions by night on the crowded housetops for sleek and shiny young men of fashion he stopped for there shuffled round the corner from the roaring moti bazaar such a man as kim who thought he knew all castes had never seen he was nearly six feet high dressed in fold upon fold of dingy stuff like horse blanketing and not one fold of it could kim refer to any known trade or profession at his belt hung a long openwork iron pen case and a wooden rosary such as holy men wear on his head was a gigantic sort of tamashanter his face was yellow and wrinkled like that of fuxing the chinese bootmaker in the bazaar his eyes turned up at the corners and looked like little slits of onyx the man turned helplessly and drifted towards the boys he was old and his woolen gabardine still reeked of the stinking artemisia of the mountain passes oh children what is that big house he said in very fair urdu the ajaibgar the wonder house kim gave him no title such as lala or mia he could not divine the man's creed ah the wonder house can any enter it is written above the door all can enter without payment i go in and out <laughs> i'm no banker laughed kim come with me and i will show kim clicked round the self-registering turnstile the old man followed and halted amazed in open-mouthed wonder the lama turned to this and that and finally checked in rapt attention before a large alto relief representing a coronation or apotheosis of the lord buddha the lord the lord it is sakyamuni himself the lama half sobbed my pilgrimage is well begun and what work what work a white-bearded englishman was looking at the lama who gravely turned and saluted him and after some fumbling drew forth a notebook and a scrap of paper y- yes that is my name smiling at the clumsy childish print welcome then o lama from tibet here be the images and i am here he glanced at the lama's face to gather knowledge come to my office a while the old man was trembling with excitement kim laid himself down his ear against a crack in the heat-split cedar door and following his instinct stretched out to listen and watch most of the talk was altogether above his head the lama haltingly at first spoke to the curator of his own lamasery the such zen opposite the painted rocks four months march away the curator brought out a huge book of photos and showed him that very place perched on its crag overlooking the gigantic valley of many-hued strata 
Then he was shown a mighty map, spotted and traced with yellow. The brown finger followed the curator's pencil from point to point. Here was Kapilavastu, here the Middle Kingdom, and here Mahabodhi, the Mecca of Buddhism. And here was Kusinagara, sad place of the Holy One's death. The old man bowed his head over the sheets in silence for a while, and the curator lit another pipe. Kim had fallen asleep. When he waked, the talk still in spate was more within his comprehension. And thus it was, O fountain of wisdom, that I decided to go to the holy places which his foot had trod, to the birthplace, even to Kapila, then to Mahabodhi, which is Buddhaya, to the monastery, to the deer park, to the place of his death. But I have another desire.